Hail and well met, Traveler. Welcome to Threat Dice, a podcast about tabletop role-playing games, storytelling, and the vagaries of the dice. I'm your host, Kylan Wigan, and I've been throwing dice for almost 30 years, and in the Game Master's chair for about two-thirds of that. I am one-third of the team at Tumble Die Games, a young company working on the development of a new hybrid storytelling RPG called Trove. We believe in the power of story, and the goal of Trove is to empower both players and game masters to level up the action, drama, and believability in their tabletop games. You can find out more at www.tumbledie.com, or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, at TumbleDie, or Instagram. However, this pod is not just about our game. We love tabletop RPGs, all kinds, and we'd like to share with you some ideas from our own experience, both as players and game masters, that might help you take your games to new heights. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that is becoming more common in the gaming community, but still draws blank looks from those on the periphery. It's known as Session Zero, and it's a concept that I personally think is crucial to the success of a new tabletop RPG session, no matter what game you're playing. When you first get together a new group around the table, sit down, and roll dice, you'd probably call that the first session of the new group, right? The idea of session zero is one of actually meeting before you start the game in earnest to discuss a few important subjects like what kind of game you're going to play, how is the group going to gel and come together, and what, if anything, might be off the table. And joining me this evening are my two co-creators at TumbleDie, Kevin Berenger. Hey. And all the way from Seattle, Andy Fling. Hello. Thank you both for being here with me. Of course, if you're in Seattle, he's not all the way from Seattle. He's just around the corner. That's true. I yeah. suppose that's true. Yeah. It's all relative. <laughs> First, first derailment of the evening. <laughs> of the of the entire podcast. <laughs> All right, and tonight we are discussing the topic of the session zero. So, Andy, what's the first thing you do when you bring your players together for a session zero? I feel like the best thing to do, especially with a group that maybe hasn't played a whole lot of these games or hasn't played any. Or even if they are veteran players, if they don't know each other, I think the best thing to do is just take some time to ignore the game for a while and eat some chips and drink some fizzy drinks and just hang out and be sociable. Gives you a chance to get to know each other, um, specifically to get to know each other's senses of humor and the rhythm of your speech and the things that you enjoy, just to be normally sociable so that it just makes it easier to play the game. If you can really connect with each other first, especially in games, you're you're trying to collaboratively tell a story like our game, Trove. Plug. (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) So yeah, I like to start off Even like the last game I played or the last game I ran, the folks who came over were all veteran players. They probably played more games than I did. And I still made sure we all just hung out for a little while. We ate some cheese and crackers and 
just shot the shit. And so for me, regardless of the experience level, it's it's just really important. It's how I always like to start session zero. Yeah. All of those points are excellent. Like that's that's the part, you know, that's sort of the core of the whole game, right? Is socializing, getting together with some friends and hanging out and then, you know, having some action and telling a cool story and stuff like that. So a session zero starts it off on a, you know, kind of a low stress, fun footing. But another really cool element to it is for the narrator or, or the GM to sort of sit back a little bit and watch the players interact as as who they are. You know, they're not in character. They're not thinking about strategy or anything like that. They're just hanging out and talking. That's actually a really great opportunity to learn, you know, get a couple of insights about about people, maybe people you've never even met before, and, you know, find out who likes to be funny or who really likes it when other people are funny, who, (laughs) like myself, tends to ramble, uh, you know, likes to have their their moment to to really get their point across. And and you know, that that can also mean who's who's the character that might tend to hog the spotlight a little bit, not out of any bad intent, but just out of out of, out of their own inclination. And uh, the opposite of that might be who who are your wallflowers, you know, who are the some players that might benefit from a little more encouraging or a little, you know, some more opportunities to come out and interact some more. So so yeah, session zero is a really good time for that sort of baseline relationship building and uh, evaluation. So on that note, Kevin, you bring up that everyone's personality is a bit different, and the same is true for our play styles. Myself, I really like to maximize drama and while also preserving a sense of humor throughout the whole thing, whereas I know that other players are often most comfortable being agents of chaos, for example. And since everyone's playstyle is a little different, how do you manage to bring it all together at your table? Yep, that's exactly what a session zero is for, because you're right, you might end up with a disparate group, you know, of people who have had previous experiences or or not, and maybe they come from more of a video game background, or maybe they come from a tabletop game background, or maybe they come from, you know... A monopoly background, who knows? So sort of identifying, you know, some of those interests and giving giving the players a chance to think about it themselves, right? Basically come out and ask, you know, and just be like, what are what are some of the movies you like? Or what are what are some of the kinds of story that you like and what do you want to tell tonight? And then you're always gonna end up with some challenges there. Yeah, and if if I could add on that, when you're all together and you're out loud describing what kind of game you like for everyone to hear. It can take the pressure off of the game master to make the game everything for everyone. Session zero is basically getting everybody on the same page. Very well said. So Andy, when you're sitting in the game master's chair, how do you decide what kind of game or story is going to be run. And I think that you've sort of already started on that topic, so would you mind elucidating a bit? Yeah, well, that can even start before session zero in emails and asking, okay, what um, what is the flavor and style? Like a grim, dark fantasy kind of setting? Do you want to have it more light and fluffy? So I think the first question I ask 
is, do you want me to take care of the world or do you want us to all build it together? Because depending on the answer, I know what kind of work I need to do or what kind of questions I need to ask. If I need to deliver a world to them, then that's something I start working on before session zero even starts. However, if, if they want to work, if we all want to work together to create the world as we go, then everything starts in set zero. Absolutely. And I have put both of those to good effect in the past myself. Andy, you just hit the nail on the head. I think it, with that boiling it down to talk to your players and find out how much world building they're interested in doing. Because like you said, if they all come back and they're like, wow, yeah, we could, we could do this from scratch. I've got some cool ideas. Let's throw them all in and stone soup it. <laughs> and Wow. If anybody gets that analogy, that's cool. Um, I do. Uh, but for the record, and, I do. Yes. Point for you. Thank you. I, yes. I, I do not. Oh, well, okay. All right. No, no candy for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the point is, if, you know, if everybody wants to sort of collaborate and, you know, throw in their ideas, that's great. And the opposite extreme being, like you said, they really just want something preformed. Then the narrator, the GM, can do lots of work, build a really robust world and environment and, and create lots and lots of rich detail and history and give the players lots and lots of guidance as to what kind of characters they can create. But if, if the players are, are really interested in coming up with their own concepts for their characters, then that might also lead to what kind of world you're going you're gonna to live in. I think the classic model is that the GM comes to the table with the world, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that it's the GM's responsibility to, to bring the world to the table, whether it's one of their own creation or whether it's a published module. In, in the classic model, it's the GM's responsibility. Now, there is this other paradigm that we're talking about where everyone collectively builds the world together and that builds ownership of the players in the world and setting however it can detract a bit from the feeling of living and existing inside a world because when the gm brings the world to the table there's a sense of mystery and discovery because it's all coming from the mind of one person like reading a book by an author you're you're immersed in their creation the group creation model makes everybody feel like they own part of that story, but it can detract a bit from the living world feeling. So as in all things, it's a bit of a trade-off. Yeah, allowing for the players to be part of the world building is another level of agency that you're giving. Exactly. And another thing that a, a game master would want to do during session zero is see is try and, and probe and test to see what level of enjoyment players would actually get from having the power of being part of the world build. Yeah, and it takes some extra ninja skills a little bit, and little G extra GM narrator ninja skills to be able to handle both. Like, if you have players who want to be writers and they want to inv be involved in the world building and creation, but you also have some players who aren't as interested in that side of it. They, they'd like a little more guidance. They'd like a little more, you know, opportunity to fit into something that was already created. 
You could even do two session zeros, or you could split up your session zero a little bit with get some of those players who want to do some of the world building early on. Just start say, okay, you guys throw out ideas for this, and, and you guys start doing some of the building. And if players want to hold off a little bit and wait until the world is a little bit more cooked to start picking what kind of character they're going to have, they can do that. It gets a little more squishy, and maybe your session zero gets a little bit longer that way, but it can totally be done. So it's it's really cool. As part of this discussion, Kevin, I wanted to know if there are any, if there's ever anything that is just completely off the table for you. Are character ideas, story ideas, are there subjects that at your table you just, at session zero, say, guys, we don't touch this? Soap operas. <laughs> no. Oh, come on. I know. That's not true. That's not fair. General Hospital was great. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, yeah, My Little Pony. No, no, that's on the table. Everything's on the table uh, as long as everybody who's playing wants it on the table. And that, you know, from the narrator, play, GM, uh, to all the, all the players. Um, and that's, again, that's what Session Zero was for, is to ask some of those hard questions. And that's actually a really good idea for the, the, the narrator GM to do, is to very explicitly say, tell me what you don't want in this game, in this story that we're going to tell. What makes you uncomfortable that you don't want as part of this? Um, you know, And that can be explicit violence, explicit sexuality or sexual scenes, or, or you never really know what, what is going to trigger somebody. So you sort of have to have an honest conversation about it and, you know, tease it out just and find it, find out what it is as well as what dramatic or challenging subject matter is okay. It's, it's a tough conversation. It's, it's pretty frank. So uh, that's really important for everybody to have a good time. I think one, one particular specific thing that can come up um, in a game that could cause a lot of problems is player versus player. There are ways to do it that can be successful and entertaining, but that is definitely one thing on uh, Game Master slash Narrator's list that they should bring up during Session Zero is if you guys, if y'all, if you people want to have it be possible for players to fight players in the game. Let's figure out how to do that. That won't disrupt the story or won't disrupt the fun. Cause that's really, that's why you're there. Have fun, tell a story. So if there's someone there that really wants, they want that possibility in the world, then having that discussion during session zero is crucial because if you have it during gameplay it's gonna be super disruptive my page is completely yeah. blank except for one word in the middle that says no <laughs> <laughs> you mean about pvp yeah yeah absolutely that's it's just and that comes well see that that brings us to the subject of the game master being a player as much as, you know, being a part of the fun as anyone else. So if the game master doesn't want that to happen, that's completely legitimate. Yeah. And say that, okay, this is going to be a game where you guys cannot fight each other. If you have, if your characters have problems with each other, you have to find a way to resolve them 
within the story without actually trying to kill each other. Well, I think this has been a really fantastic discussion, so thank you both for joining me this evening. We will touch base with both of you again in a future installment about specific examples of Session Zero, how things went, and how you brought your table to heal. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you both very much, and I hope you both have a great night. Thanks, Kylan. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Thanks once again to Kevin and Andy for joining us for our discussion today. Next time on Threat Dice, we'll talk more about Session Zero with some in-depth examples from actual game sessions we've played in the last few months. The surprises and twists that our players delivered to us will hopefully delight you as much as they did us. Thank you for listening, and may the road ever rise to meet you. Threat Dice is a production of TumbleDye Games, LLC. Our intro music is What Lies Beyond by Vincevep, and the outro music is Storm, also by Vincevep. Check out his amazing work at youtube.com slash vincevept. That's V-I-N-D-S-V-E-P-T. This episode was produced and recorded by me, Kylan Wigan. Thanks to Kevin Barringer and Andy Fling for their contributions to this episode. You must fight the gazebo alone. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.